Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Welcome to another episode of Champions of Change, where each week we spotlight the women and non-binary people making a difference in the sports world, both on and off the field. Every Friday, hear how athletes, marketers, creators, and executives are breaking down barriers and changing the game forever. As always, I'm your host, Adweek Senior TV reporter Molly Gahelane, where I write about all things streaming, connected TV, and sports media. So I just came back from Dallas, where I spent an incredible four days covering the women's final four and saw some of the best basketball of my life. I also got to hang out with our next podcast guest, like pretty much every day I was there, which was pretty fantastic. Um, Sunday's matchup between LSU and Iowa was the most watched women's basketball game of all time, with nearly 10 million people tuning in. For context, That is more than four of the five games of the 2021 NBA Finals, more than any Stanley Cup NHL game since 1973, and more than the Daytona 500 this year. But I wrote about all the different brand activations I saw on the ground, and earlier this week I published a feature about gender equity in sports marketing. You can check both of those out on adweek.com. And right now I'm busy gearing up for some big streaming news coming out of Warner Bros. Discovery next week, where we're finally going to learn what the name of the combined HBO Max and Discovery Plus service is called. I don't think they took my Mad Max suggestion very seriously, but we'll see. But we're not here to talk about TV. So I am here with Ariel Chambers in person, which is so exciting. Thank you so much for coming, Ari. I just wanted to be here to just see your beautiful face. I just wanted to give you a hug. <laughs> um, so Ari is the founder of media company Highlight Her, which is a media brand that highlights the stories of women in all levels of sports. So Ari also really seems to be everywhere all at once. She's a creator in the space and is known for elevating the voices of all of those around her. And she was also named to Adweek's 2022 Most Powerful Women in Sports Awards list. Very well deserved. Should I thank you now or should we like make this whole thing about thanks, Molly girl? I mean, I know I'm like the greatest of all time, but it's so fun. <laughs> Claim it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is you. Stop. 
So, no, thank, seriously, though, thank you so much for coming. I know you flew in from Hawaii this morning. This morning. Because the surfers needed love. Can I tell you a little story? I know this is the intro. Oh, Can absolutely. Like, tell you the little story. Um, surfing historically has you know been male-dominated, but um, there's a the big wave surf, which is over 40 feet, which is huge, called the Eddy. And this year was the first year that women – were involved in the competition and it's it was a th whole thing and we just need to talk about it more and now um there are several companies getting behind big wave and and red bull magnitude is dedicated to big wave and this is obviously not a red bull ad but um <laughs> i just think it's really cool the involvement the women are are having in the surfing community and, and in a massive way too so just check out big wave surfing because I, I i'm new to it i just learned about it in the past week and it's really freaking cool Wait, that is so cool. Yeah. Red Bull is not a sponsor of this podcast. They like are not. Clarify. That's not give them like free press <laughs> like that. But I, yeah. I do think that like just extreme sports like that. Who would have thought that we're just dropping from forty feet waves? It's kind of wild. I don't know a lot about surfing. Now it sounds like I need to check it out. You should. I'm learning too. Let's learn together. Let's do it. Okay, so you're dropping in here for a second, mm -hmm. and then you're flying to Germany this afternoon. Yeah, because apparently soccer's a thing in the world. Don't Who you mean football? Is it? We're in America right now, so I mean, but like, to, like in a couple hours, I'll be saying football. All right, football, football, football is life. Football. Um, okay, so speaking of your traveling, so I saw you were at the NBA All Star Weekend. MNBA. MNBA. Thank mm -hmm. you for correcting me. <laughs> so what was that? What was that about? What were you doing out there? Yeah. So it's funny because I push my women's sports agenda on the men every As year should. at this All Star game. Uh, I organically started doing this years ago, and it was in the middle of a media scrum. And I said, how can I make this work for me? Because I'm already here. Might as well to ask the men something. And I said, what better conversation starter from Ari than women? So I remember the first year I did it, I got a great response from LeBron and Steph Curry, actually. And they they really were interested in answering the question about I think back then it was uh, who could who would you trust shooting for your life or something like that mm -hmm. um and I remember Steph's answer was Christy Tolliver and I was like yeah like oh hell yeah I, I remember what she put up against the Liberty in playoffs when she played for the Mystics got 31 points that that game and just knocked them out and nobody thought that would happen but you know, Chrissy's been on, so he was able to shine light on her. And so every year I get something different. Carl Anthony Towns had a really great answer. The other year, Kyrie this year, you know, he he tends to <laughs> try to push the envelope, but I reeled him back in and his answer was so great. He, uh, My question to the All-Stars was, uh, was, who would you put on your WNBA super team? And he gave me a stacked lineup. So shout out Kyrie. I'm glad you were able to refocus and answer my question. <laughs> so proud of him for that. <laughs> so that, proud. That video took off. I, I mean, I saw it everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have seen it regardless, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the people are so receptive of, of people that appreciate the game and, and mm -hmm. really watch the game. And these, these men watch the game. And I know a lot of times as, you know, fans and family of the WNBA, we get protective of it and we mm -hmm. don't want the dependency on men. But I think the allyship on the men's side is super important because they bring another audience, a different audience to the game and their appreciation for it can show people who have previously not been willing to digest it. That mm -hmm. like, hey, no, it, basketball is basketball. The game is the game. And these women are dope and it, it, they just they just play their sport no that's awesome and then okay Ari yeah if you were going to build a WNBA super team nope 
No. I'm just kidding. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, like, who are your five? Um, Come on. Okay. I would mm, this is really difficult. It's it's gonna be similar to Kyrie's, but I would actually I'll do Cheryl Swoops. I'll do Diana Tarasi. I'll do I'll, I'll, see it's it's funny because like my my stretch fours would be like between Elena, Stewie, Candace, and Asia. Can't go and wrong. So I, I just can't. It's just very difficult to just think of them in their prime. Like, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. each of them in their prime. Um, I need, ooh, this is difficult. I'm gonna put BG at the five. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Candace at the four. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's put Stu Stu at the three. Oh hell yeah. Um, we're gonna have Cheryl and DT just switching off. I and, love it. And then we'll have Asia if if there's an injury. I and I and I love Asia, but you know, she's she drew inspiration from Candace. And so it's like I'm I'm thinking about Candace and her glory days, and I'm I'm just you can't just not say Asia Wilson though. But that that's some that's my super team. There you go. I love it. I would pay a lot of money to see them play. <laughs> um, okay, I want to talk about Highlight Her. Yes. So actually the first time you and I talked was I think like 2021 mm-hmm. when Highlight Her was refreshing under Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you go about launching a, this brand? Like what was the inspiration behind it? How did you go build it? I think that everything in life is about alignment. And I've always had a passion for women's sports storytelling, women's sports period. It's always where I wanted to be. I was on the entertainment team at Madison Square Garden. So I did the Knicks, the Rangers, and the Liberty. And I saw the discrepancy between the the Knicks and the Liberty, the media coverage. And I had a lot of friends that played in the WNBA, as I still do. <laughs> and I was just able to talk to them right at the Renaissance where they stayed back then in, in the conference room. And I posted the interviews and, and Bleach Report knew that that was a need Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get behind women's sports because the cost of inaction is greater than the risk. And so uh, there was there was synergy and alignment there and, and they trusted my vision and, and we really built something so special that was really able to um, shine light on women in sports that haven't been able to be like seen before. And what I love about Highlighter is, you know, I say it's a community to uplift and empower girls and women in sport, no matter the age, level, ability, or sport. But it it really is true. We we have those those people that are constantly overlooked, but we also have the access to the superstar. So it's it's a blend of both and and that's a really special synergy, a really special dichotomy because um you can draw in the the eyes from the superstars, but you can keep the the heart with those stories that have been previously untold. Yeah, it's I mean, I really love it, um, regardless of like having you on the pod. Like I love it as a fan, Aww. as also as a media professional. So mm-hmm. I mean I think it's like really cool. As a family member of Highlight Her. As a family member. Oh, I'm honored. Um, <laughs> <Highlighter> fam. <laughs> um no, and I mean I really love it because you've got like eleven year old Pepper Pursley on it. You've got like yeah, WB. We were able to actually bring her into the office in twenty nineteen. I don't even that was four years ago. Oh wow, she, she was seven. Like a child. And she interviewed Brianna Green, uh, who was a uh, Harlem Globetrotter now Brianna does a lot of independent basketball content and she's dope and it was around Christmas time or the holidays and um, we we put on holiday onesies and did some basketball content then Pepper wanted to talk to Brianna so we set up an interview and so that's that's a indication of like highlighter opens up opportunities mm-hmm. for people as well and so I, I 
I I love our little community that we're building. I do. When I grow up, I want to be Pepper Pursley. <laughs> She's so cool. She's so cool. <laughs> um, so we, I mean, you have Highlighter as a brand itself, but then you also have your own personal brand. Mm-hmm. So your Ari Chambers, like, you, I feel like I can't log on to WNBA Twitter without seeing energy. <laughs> Four wise. Always. Uh, fire emojis. Um, so, but when I see that, I know it's either you or someone's tweeting at you. Mm-hmm. How did you go about building this brand? Like, you are so well known in not only WNBA Twitter, but just sports Twitter, sports media. How did you create this for yourself? I wish I had this huge strategy and something that you could take notes about, but the main thing was I live, eat, sleep, and breathe my passion. And my passion is women's sports and women in sports. And I think that oozes from my pores. I think it oozes from my tweets, my conversation, just where I place myself in life too. It's everything that I do is with intention to push the game forward. And it, that's with or without centering myself in it. I don't need that. I, I think that... Um, it, it's it's passion, consistency, real listening to what the people have wanted, be, making sure you don't get disconnected. You know, as a social media manager, it's it's sometimes hard to stay in tune with, you know, the people who are on the ground running and who are really fans of the game. But I want to make sure that I stay tuned in what fans are thinking. And that's why I'm always so active. And the, the WNBA or the women's sports family in general is so vocal about what they want. And we would do an extreme disservice if we didn't honor that. And so that's why you always see me on Twitter. But to to build your own personal brand, it's it's finding out what you're passionate about and learning how to sprinkle that passion on people without force, but in an inviting way. A lot of times with women's sports, um, it's been very, we want to protect it, right? We mm-hmm. want to make sure that it's not mishandled. But I invite so many different perspectives because if you're too protective over something, if you too, if you shelter it too much, it doesn't have the opportunity to, to grow. And so I have really, really um, engulfed myself in this. And my goal is to not prove people wrong, but to prove the ones who love the sport right. And if they, if I can ignite their passion enough, they can sprinkle theirs. So it's just an exponential just sprinkling <laughs> of love and joy. And, and that's that's where I how I started my brand. Well, and that definitely comes across in everything you do. Like, as, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, like you elevate everyone around you. Like oh, it's I mean, it's like your energy is contagious. It's exciting. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Even in my fatigue. I love this for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, if you hadn't told me you flew in from Hawaii this morning, I would never know. Yeah. Let me tell you, but that bed was nice on the plane. I went in fetal position. It was knocked out. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, And then in terms of your brand, something that's really synonymous with you is the WNBA is so important. Mm -hmm. So you tweeted that out. Well, actually, you you put it on Facebook first. I put it on Facebook. (laughs) I put it on Facebook a full year. Don't tell Twitter. They know, but it's fine. Um, Again, calling it how you see it. I saw Swin Cash sing, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention in front of a group of young people. And they were so receptive of it. And I remember being that young kid going to NT State women's basketball games and seeing the players and thinking they're so nice, they're so cool, and how that shaped me. And so I knew that she shaped somebody, multiple people that day. And so the first thing that came to mind was the WNBA is so important. That was a WNBA clinic. It was a junior NBA clinic, but it was hosted by the New York Liberty at the time. And of course, I'm a cheerleader, so I'm I'm <laughs> I'm there um, helping out the event. And I I was like, this is this is really cool. 
And so every time a player did something on or off the court that was dope, my go-to was the WNBA is so important. I remember the Uncle Drew premiere that we had at the NBA store. Um, Lisa Leslie was signing a 13-year-old girl's ball. Mind you, she probably wasn't even born when, I guess, the math. Yeah, no, she wasn't even born when Lisa was still active, probably. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that that little girl's changed from a signature in the in the in the kindness of Lisa, that that shaped her. And the WNBA is so important. So you just call it how you see it. And every time they did something, I was like, the WNBA is so important, and just stuck. And you don't you never anticipate these things mm-hmm. being a, a a commercial. You never anticipated it being a whole campaign. But um, I'm glad it stuck. Yeah, so it did turn into a whole campaign mm-hmm. with Twitter, right? Like Twitter Sports really took took off with that. You mm-hmm. had the whole WNBA fam there, mm-hmm. whole campaign. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, again, alignment. I think that whenever uh, you, you know you you find alignment with people, they can help you and and push it forward. And that's what happened. It it wasn't a strategical thing on my end. It it. Twitter knew that they needed to get behind women's sports mm-hmm. and they paid attention to the fans. They paid attention to the people who uh, represent that group. And they said what's reflective of the group. And because of the longevity and consistency of that tweet, it was reflective and it picked up so much energy and so much traction. And just knowing that something so layman's terms, something so, um, just foundational and base level could could be like reach that magnitude, reach the masses the way it did it was super special. And they had the vision to bring it to life. I never would have thought to make it a campaign. So um, shout out to the Twitter family back then. And um, I'm really thankful for them. I am. I'm WNBA fam on Twitter, something else. Yeah, hashtag WNBA Twitter. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think now is a great time to take a quick commercial break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.
Okay, all right. So speaking of the WNBA is so important, I actually have a story to tell you that shows like this literally just happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we've got March Madness coming up. Though actually, when this releases, I think we'll we'll be in the thick of March Madness. In the thick. Actually, are you going to the final four? Yeah. Women's, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I my brain diverts to women, so I, I don't even know where the men's well, is. I will see you there. You will uh, see me there. I will be, be there. there. Um, okay. So I was talking. I had an exclusive story come out this morning. Just a little plug for my work. You can check it out at adweek.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was talking with the CMO of Aflac because, mm-hmm. you know, they're an NCAA sponsor. Mm-hmm. Aflac. Mm-hmm. So hard not to. Um, so this came out this morning that they did it. They just did a spot with Don Staley and Coach K, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So I was going to write about that anyways. And then I get on the phone with the CMO. And the first thing he says to me is he's like, I got to tell you like what we're doing. So they actually moved their media spend from the men's tournament into the women's tournament. Period. Exactly. And that's the on the ground spend. So they're still spending on the mm-hmm. men's tournament, but there's going to be triple the amount of spots running in the women's final four than yes. in the men's. So, but what the reason he did this is so in September, we remember the Seattle Storms like fantastic playoff run, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I was actually at game three, and so was the CMO of Aflac, and mm-hmm. he had never been to a WNBA game before. And he told me that going to that, and he was like, I messed up. He was like, he went to that game and he's like, it's the best sporting event I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, so this was the game that went into overtime. Mm-hmm. Like we thought Sue Bird won the mm-hmm. game with a three and then mm-hmm. overtime, then they lost. It was like literally crushing. <sighs> um, I, when I talked to Sue, I mentioned that I was at that game and she goes, oh, she probably didn't want to relive she was that. Like, that <laughs> she was like, that one hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so he's like already all in on women's sports now, women's basketball. And then do you remember in November 2022, there was that disastrous Las Vegas Invitational Tournament? Yes. Um, where an Auburn freshman was hurt and mm-hmm. no medical team on site, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. So he saw this. And then the day after that, he ordered the, the, the pause on all spend for the men's tournament to shift it over to the women's. And this started with going to a WNBA game. Mm-hmm. So now we have the investment in women's college basketball. It's fantastic. It's a trickle down effect. And I always tell people, if you are unsure, if, if you are just on the fence, go to a game. The game experience is n- like none other. They, they really know how to put on a show, it, it, whether it's the players or the event presentation. It's just so great. And the players are so accessible after the games. It's just, it's just a fun time. And, and it's good basketball. It's good basketball. It's good entertainment. And it's good people. Oh, it's awesome. I took my dad to a couple Sky Games starting mm-hmm. in the 2021 season. Which, oh, you, had, you were lit. <laughs> oh, I was, girl, I was there lit. at game four when they won. Yes, Best ever. Uh, but so my dad had never been to a WNBA game. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the first Sky game we're at, I get a text and I look at it and it's my family chat. I'm like sitting next to my dad. I'm like, what's going on? He texted my family, these women are awesome. Yeah, they are. Um, and then we actually, I took him to the WNBA All-Star game mm-hmm. um, when it was in Chicago too. My parents live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he texts, again, the family in the middle of the game, this is better than the NBA. It definitely is. Um, so, <laughs> no, honestly, right? Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm going to be out in Chicago in June and I'm going to like for his birthday and mm-hmm. I'm going to take him to the Sky Liberty game when the Liberty are playing oh, there. Oh, fun. And I'm trying to get him. He's like a WNBA fan now. He sends me selfies he, when he's watching absolutely. Sky games. How can you not be? Like, it's awesome. How so can you not I'm trying be? to get him to come out to Barclays for a Liberty game, especially with how stacked that team is this mm-hmm. year. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be crazy. I'm actually a paid season ticket member of the Liberty because I like to put my money where my mouth is. And... <laughs> It's a lot of money. But <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this season. And I 
I, I think this is what we need. We need an East-West rivalry. I think it's going to be all eyes on New York and Vegas. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I selfishly wish it was New York and L.A. just because of, you know, the classic, the yeah. the nostalgia of it all. But I I am so happy that we are having this discussion. I think this is one of the craziest free agencies that we had in a while. I'll actually easy. argue ever. Um because every every team's going to look so starkly different, mm-hmm. and now the emergence of these super teams again, it's it's really really, I can't wait, I can't wait, and I think it's going to be not as obvious of a winner this year. Though. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I am also a Liberty season ticket holder. Gotta invest in those women. Gotta invest in them. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, okay, so. WNBA is so important. And then also, like, you're so involved in WNBA. You have a partnership with Wilson, right? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about that? Like, because that ball is so cool. Alignment. I'm telling you, I don't even know how that came about. But I do know that the people at Wilson are really, really my family. They are really receptive of uh, what I'm trying to accomplish and push and for the game and they just wanted something reflective of the game and so the ball is for women and non-binary athletes uh to really feel like they belong in the space and so uh we are is printed on the ball and i left the 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 line blank after the verb (laughs) and and you're free to define yourself however you want and i think that because it changes often, because we we're not you know our experience our experiences aren't monolithic, and and some days we are good, some days we're not. Um, some days we feel like something, some days we feel like a different thing. Um, it's free to define you who you are. And then what I have a lot of pride in is the ball is from NC to New York, so it has nine one nine and two one two on it. Uh, I don't know what New Yorkers actually want their area code <laughs> to be. There's literally like eight of them. Like, do we do six four six, three four seven, nine one seven? I don't know, but we chose nine one nine to two one two, and. Um, the texture is a blown up map of Raleigh. Raleigh's my heart. And, you know, I grew up with Coach K. Yao. And again, with the college basketball, it's just mm-hmm. um, growing up in a basketball state like uh, North Carolina. My dad went to Duke. Like, I, I'm very much an ACC baby, but just knowing how much NC State women's basketball shaped me mm-hmm. um, and being a graduate of North Carolina State University as well. I uh, wanted to reflect that in the ball. So it was just very reflective of me and where where I'm going and then the game, where it's going, and then the people who love the game, how they define themselves. Mm-hmm. I love to hear that. And it's really like – so I'm a Northwestern graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, Northwestern women's ball, like they're in a rebuild this year. Mm-hmm. They've won one mm-hmm. conference game. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's but fine. I'm, We're doing great. But also we built Veronica Burton. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she's, she's such a sweetheart. I love her so much. I, and she's going she's gonna to grow into her own and really, really be able to dominate. Dial swings this year. Um, they have an enthusiastic new staff and new head coach. And I can't wait to see which um, LT does with the team. Yeah, I'm so excited for the Wings this year. You know, Veronica's nickname in college was the backcourt burglar. I believe it. I believe it. Defensive. She yes. averaged like four point one steals per game. Yeah, it was she's insane. So feisty. So like, and it's it's out of nowhere. You never <laughs> expect it from her. She's so like, oh, and then over there just. Hey, Veronica, if you're listening to this, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Ari, like you, I mean, you have such like a wide variety of talents, but like at your heart, you're you're a creator, right? Like, I would say. I want to challenge you on that. Oh, my please heart, challenge I'm me. I don't want to describe you. I'm a storyteller and amplifier. So I've been a cheerleader <laughs> since I was four. And I've always loved to see people win. And I've always, I, you know, my mom taught me at a young age 
Uh, leading is listening and learning mm-hmm. and serving. And I just want to lead uh, women's sports in the right direction. And so I would say instead of a creator, mm-hmm. I'm a storyteller. I'm an amplifier. That's I love how I would that. define it. Yeah. I love that. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, no, it's okay. like put a label on you. You can label however you see me. And that's good <laughs> that you think that I'm a creator. And I, and I that means I'm doing something right with creating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, and we talked a little bit about like branding and everything. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about how kind of like storytelling and creating is almost like this new wave of marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Like people still, there's still obviously CMOs and marketers and everything. But like, the way I kind of look at it is like I see people that are like influencers and creators and storytellers mm-hmm. as the new face of like building brands and mm-hmm. like I don't know like would you agree with that like what do you think We have a unique a unique way of being able to to talk to the audience in a receptive way. It's not mm-hmm. forced advertising and that's why the general public can uh, receive it better. They Relatable content is what I do. I I like. I'm not the most formal interviewer ever. I mean, I could be. I literally don't. I I could be. My, my I have an English degree and a communication media degree, but I just would rather get up in that interview. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl Ari Chambers here, and I don't need to be so buttoned up and polished because I want it to feel like you're talking to your home girl. I want it to feel like. Hey, I can relax and kick my feet up and really tell her in the deepest of darkest of secrets. <laughs> um, you know, like <laughs> it's the cackle I, for me. <laughs> I wish I could see my face. It's like that gif that I always tweet out. But um, <laughs> but I, I creators are able to tell stories in unique ways that people have really been hungry for for mm-hmm. a long time um, to break that barrier of, barrier of formality and just be able to receive a story mm-hmm. and that's what it is this, this journalism is nothing but res- like cracking that 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 wall between the subject and in the story and and really being able to push it forward in the way that especially this next generation is doing they just love the rawness of hearing about something they love the 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 details that aren't covered up or they love the conversation that's not too uh, strategic and, 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 you know, just so structured. They love that, hey, what is what is this player doing? What is this player about? Um, can you tell it to me in my language? Language is really, um, language is how you get something across, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you meet the general population in a language that they understand, they're going to receive it better. And that's what creators are doing. They're doing get ready with me's. They're doing behind the scenes. They're doing um, casual conversations on couches with, with people. And they're really being able to resonate with regular people. I'm literally taking notes right now in my head on how to, like how to be a better creator myself now from that. Yeah, but let's let's not get it let's not get it twisted. I am the biggest 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 advocate for long form content. Just cuz you tell it in an informal way does not mean it needs to be under 60 seconds. I will fight for long form content and editorial to the death of me. <laughs> you fight that battle, Ari. I will fight that battle. Not everything needs to be viral. I think that if you tell a good story, it can live on and on and on and on and on just because it's if it's not a quick hitter, that's fine. But long form content to the end. <laughs> <laughs> You're preaching to the choir, girl. You yeah. know, I'm a, I'm a print journalist. She's like, yeah, I understand. I'm like, but you don't understand. <laughs> Everyone, long form content. <laughs> long form content. Um, 
All right. So we have like you and I both have so much passion around the women's sports space and everything. But uh, as the expert here, Ari, mm-hmm. what are you most excited about in both the, like the overall sports landscape and the women's sports landscape right now? Um, Kelsey Plum kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going the direction Plum you think. I'm not, I'm not going as, as fun as you think I'm going. She said on a podcast that she doesn't want um, men or people to tune in because it's like the good thing to do. She wants people to tune into the game because they like the game. And so I'm looking forward to this next wave because of social media has made us privy to how their, their style of play and and established fandom at such a young age that we follow these athletes for just being athletes. So I'm looking forward to not having to be tirelessly push the women's game for because people just accept women's sports as they are and really just like the product of it. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I know that's kind of like a vague answer to your question, but instead of storylines, I, I just I'm looking forward to the reshaping of perspective of how we consume and in, in, in really appreciate the women's game. I don't think that's a vague answer at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's an excellent answer. Thank you, Bo. Yeah, and you're starting to see it too, mm-hmm. right? Like Women's College World Series softball mm-hmm. had more viewers than the men's baseball series. Like think about the explosion of collegiate volleyball right now. Oh, yeah, now. 100%. Like, I can't wait till, well, now we have leagues like Athletes Unlimited. That, love AU. Uh, yeah, I do too, that allow um, the opportunity of like, different sports to stay domestic in the United States. But I can't wait till there are other um, entities too to provide those opportunities. And I and we're, we're just going all in the right direction. Yeah, it's definitely an upwards trend and I'm very excited to see it's it. It's All right, I got one more question for you just before I let you fly to Germany. Mm-hmm. I'm Ari, right, I could literally keep you here all day. Answers, Jeff. Guys, she literally texted it to me last night. And I was like, oh, we're going to have some chaos It's, it's a today. real life thing. Everything you see on Twitter is exactly how I act in real life. <laughs> I, can vouch for, I can vouch for that for sure. So, okay. We've talked a lot about like kind of the growth of women's sports and kind of the like increased investment in it. But how would you say that people can best be an ally to women and non-binary folks who are working in sports or trying to get into sports? Uh, amplify their work. I think that a lot of times you have especially those independent outlets and the women who are fighting these battles every day um different circumstances with with whatever individual um who's doing the work and isn't getting the recognition and it costs nothing to just retweet or like or tell a friend to tell a friend about the work that people are doing. So that's just the best advice I can give to anybody is to consume the work, show the interest in numbers, because at the end of the day, this all sounds good, but we're answering to investors. We're answering to bigger companies and numbers talk. Numbers are going to talk. That's why the increased interest in women's sports is there with with bigger organizations now because we saw a big jump in women's sports. I think 471% um, of social media interactions for the NWSL was mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah, that's our the number. WNBA viewership grew 200 percent in 2020, and so people people are locked in and saying, "Oh, these numbers make sense for my investment." So if you don't maintain those numbers, women don't have the privilege of being able to fail as much. Um, so just making sure that we consume and we watch, whether that just turn it on or buy League Pass. League Pass is 24.99 for 
And you can get it on Roku now, too. You can get it on Roku now. And then everybody wants to complain about blackouts. But I'm like, you can still watch the games after the blackout. I understand it's troublesome for the for the journalists out there. But um, (laughs) the blackouts are just an indication that more networks are picking up. Um, the games and that's really really good that's a great thing that that we we have now more network games and so just if you know that you have friends that are kind of like on the fence about things and that can be swayed sway them in the right direction sway them in the way of women's sports sway them in in bringing them to a game turning on the tv buying them merch even if they don't pay attention to the game have the orange hoodie on you know have those WNBA.com, whatever they put on the site now, have that on. Uh, we're season ticket members, so I try to bring somebody new with me. Um, I do often. the same thing. Exactly. And they'll fall in love and and just maybe tell a story about a player. Like if you're out there and you want to be a storyteller, start. Like I started with a phone uh, in a tissue box in the Renaissance conference room. <laughs> and no type of – I mean, I had training. Let me not uh, – my dad's literally <laughs> – Masscom professor, but I, <laughs> like, it's literally my blood. But like, let me not lie to everybody. But just no, like, no direction. Now I will say that I I didn't have to answer to anybody, so I was able to do it my way. But that's the that's the blessing. You can do it your way and tell the stories the way you want to tell them, and nobody can can and can put those parameters on you if you go ahead and start it. And if your numbers talk, they talk, and can't nobody tell you nothing about yourself. Oh, I'll be telling all those stories. I love that answer. And then speaking of like rocking the merch, I don't know what I'm gonna wear to the Liberty's opening day because now we got Stewie and Sleut, mm-hmm. and like I'm a Chicago Sky fan mm-hmm. at heart, so I've got my Sleut jersey, I've got my New York Liberty snapback, mm-hmm. and then I've got my Stewie ones. So I'm gonna look completely ridiculous. Hilarious. But that's what I'm gonna do. Hilarious. Think, so you do now. You know exactly the outfit <laughs> no, you're gonna I wear. I do, but I'm like, do I split this up over the first few games? Or I think it'll actually be kind of funny if I wear it all at once. Maybe I'll even like I've got Liberty shorts too. Like maybe I'll just you're do gonna that. be like a walking ball of I'll look like Liberty. A, uh, confusion. <laughs> I will look like an absolute clown. I love uh, the color seafoam, and I didn't realize I loved it until I saw it on merch. But um, it's a gorgeous color. Are you are you operating under the assumption that I'm a Liberty fan? Um, <laughs> I mean, hmm. I'm not going to say I'm not. I'm just asking. I think I think you're a about. WNBA fan. Yeah, I'm a um, WNBA, and uh, I think you're probably a Liberty fan by proximity. You think so? Now I'm. I'll, I'll let the viewers or the listeners. Say like maybe they should think like who am I? A I'm questioning fan of? everything. But you're from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this on record. I am going to bring back the Charlotte Sting. I am going to own that team, and I am putting that in the universe and hold me accountable. Give me a couple of years because Kathy wants to make sure that we have the money for it. <laughs> um, but I'm so serious. You manifest that dream. And I'm I. And my tongue is very powerful. Let me tell you. So oh. I just really want to own this thing. If anyone's going to bring it back, it's going to be you. Oh, I'm definitely going to own that team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And before we wrap, Ari, do you want to plug your social handles? Because if you're not following Ari, you should be. Yeah. So um, Highlighter is the community that we built. So highlight her on every social media platform. And then Ari Ivory is my personal. And I'll be bringing you stories there too. And just fun behind the scenes things because I'm absolutely ridiculous. And uh, the next thing you'll see would probably me falling off a surfboard because my crazy <laughs> self was like, I can surf. It's fine. And I didn't do terribly. Like, Is there proof of this? Oh, there's so many videos. Oh, I'm like, they had a, so they had a drone, a GoPro, everything. Like, oh, we have my so God. Many I cannot wait. 
Like, I want to follow you all over again just so I can see those. You'll see me falling all over again. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I stood up. I, I caught a few waves, and, and the girls were great. So, yeah. Oh, excellent. All right. Well, Ari, thank you so much for being here, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to Champions of Change, Shattering Ceilings in Sports, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Amanda Sickler, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Hale, and edited by Lane McGibbony at Outwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, shoot us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 